Film School Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hello. And Nicole. Hello. And Mama K. Hello. <laughs> there we go. Hit three in a row. And tonight we are doing our host pick episode for July. Quick refresher on those who have not had or heard a host pick episode yet. Uh, we have our four co-hosts on all together on these shows. Uh, and every month, uh, one of us takes a turn to pick something that is free streaming. Uh, it can be a traditional movie, but it can also be a documentary. It could be a series of shorts. It could be a bunch of TikToks. It could be basically anything that's available free. Uh, on the major streaming platforms or YouTube or something uh, that everyone can access for free. And it has to be a reasonable length, you know, something around a movie length, no five-hour or whatever thing. So uh, this month, Mama K had the pick for what we would be watching. And Mama K, what did you pick? I picked Schoolhouse Rock from 1973 and later, but that was the beginning. So. so, yeah, explain to our listeners who are under the age of 40 uh, what Schoolhouse Rock is. <laughs> wow. So Schoolhouse Rock um, <laughs> is a series of little sort of two, three minute vignettes that uh, used to come out uh, for Saturday morning cartoons, uh, which was the only time you saw cartoons back in the day was on Saturday mornings. And these would be like during commercial breaks or at the beginning of uh, watching, you know, the Bugs Bunny or Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, H.R. Puffin stuff kind of situation. Um, and what they were designed to do is to teach you your times tables or you would learn about grammar situations or maybe about how America came to be. Um, and then later it sort of turned in that then there were more things that went into sort of more science and um, later on money and computers and then way later on in the 2000s there was something i guess called earth rock uh, which was about how to save the environment and i don't think those ever really uh took off and they're not part of this series so we're not going to be actually talking about them but yeah, so they are part about of that world the, we'll be talking about all the ones that came out between the early 70s and i think the late 80s early 90s is about as far as we go as far as the ones that yeah. we did uh so i have seen I don't know how many I've seen because I, rem- I remembered some of them. I didn't remember all of them, but I'm assuming I've seen most of them because I grew up with Mama K. So I'm uh, doing at uh, different times in my life. I was I was listening to a lot of these. I remembered eh, about half of them, I would say. And Nicole, did you know anything about Schoolhouse Rock going in? Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely seen these in my yeah. elementary yeah. and middle school teachings. Um, this was a huge tool that teachers used in the uh late 90s early 2000s for you know further classrooms and i would say my memory kind of fades on them but i do distinctly remember i would say probably about five or six that we did um perhaps those are the ones that i that i that they showed us like every week (laughs) but uh yeah i I definitely had some have some memories of it and Jess, what about you? You remember the Schoolhouse Rock? Were that part of your education? Yep, no, I remember them. I think there's only two of them that I distinctly remember. Um, and I didn't know there was all different kinds of subjects. I really thought it was just grammar and history. I don't remember doing any like science or math ones. And I also don't remember them being so short. I thought they were longer. But 
Maybe they it seemed, seemed longer. Long. Probably because <laughs> when you're a kid, everything seems longer. So yeah, we are we're covering uh, about twenty, like twenty five, I think, different shorts on here. So we'll be covering grammar, some from Grammar Rock, Multiplication Rock, America Rock, Science Rock, Computer Rock, and Money Rock. So these are all available on Disney Plus. Uh, we are doing about half of them. There's like fifty something on there. So if you have not seen schoolhouse rock you want to know what we're talking about or if you remember and you just want to see the ones we covered i think we covered pretty much all the popular ones plus a couple other ones that i have no i do had no recollection of whatsoever but uh, if you uh, <laughs> want to be spoiler free for these three minute clips uh they are on disney plus so go check them out before we spoil them now uh we don't have a rating system on this show i think we're just going to go by category is what we decided on beforehand so uh, before we before we do that though, uh, well, okay, how did you, how did you pick these? What was your criteria, kind of? Because I know some of these you really like, but some of them I I don't, I had never heard you ever talk about. So how did you pick them? Um, I think well, I initially went through and picked the ones that I really liked, and then I also secondarily I went through and picked the ones that I thought we might be able to talk about a little bit, particularly the ones um, under America Rock that might seem. Um, a little relevant or um, maybe even controversial these days to do. Mm. And then I actually went through and picked a few that I was not familiar with at all. Uh, basically, some later on in the science uh, computer rock category. Um, and even some of the money ones. I wasn't really, you know, when I saw them, I'm like, oh, maybe I've seen this, but I probably haven't. Or I, it's really far back there. Um, I just know that when they first had them on TV, it was really heavy on the ga- uh, grammar and multiplication and America rocks. So yeah, so the uh, first seasons were multiplication was seventy three, grammar was seventy three as well. Uh, seventy five was America rocks, and then seventy eight was science. Uh, then they skip ahead to the eighties and nineties for computer and money rocks. So yeah, that yeah. that lines up with your with your childhood timeline. So um, so we started. We started with Grammar Rock, and the ones we did under Grammar Rock were a noun is a person, place, or thing, conjunction, junction, interjections, unpack your adjectives, and lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Uh, okay, right. do you want to start talking about your things, or do you want to call on someone to uh, for them to go first? How do you want to do it? What I'd kind of like to do is find out if, you know, we got this little category of, what, five, six, five little uh, things, and find out sort of what your what your favorite ones were or ones that you remember and if you are they your favorites because you remember them or were they your are they your favorites because they're interesting when we talk about this whole genre this whole series they're all very similar in in how they're made and you know it's Mm -hmm. just a, a, a clever jingle so that you can remember things and uh i guess before we get started i want to talk a little bit about why these or how these came about is that there was a guy i don't know the guy uh and he was trying to teach his son uh his times tables his multiplications tables and the kid just wasn't getting it but he could remember uh the words to every rolling stone song so he thought huh put stuff to music and you remember it um and i think that that's a time-honored trait on how to remember things and i mean how many songs can you remember from forever and then you can't remember Mm -hmm. you know other stuff that you learned so um yeah, I think that um, that's that's how it came about, and so I, I would like to maybe talk a little bit about um, each each category and what what your likes were, what your dislikes were, and then maybe at the end we can talk a little bit about the whole series and 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 what uh, whether or not there was anything that you could think of that was equal when you guys were growing up to uh, to how to learn 
certain types of things or if there was educational television, I guess, beyond Sesame Street. I think the grammar ones have grammar and the history ones, I think, have the best songs. Yeah. Okay. So which ones did you like in the grammar one, Jess? The, well, the, I said I, th- I think I said I knew two. And the one that I remember was the conjunction junction and what's your function i think yeah. that's on memes and stuff i think people still yeah. say that sometimes <laughs> that's probably the most popular and probably the whole series i would i would probably say well maybe well one or two there's another one that's really popular but that's up there and that one and i think the the lolly lolly one that one i won't forget just because of the stupid name <laughs> but do you remember what adverbs like when you when you read them out loud i'm like oh i even remember the tune of that one i, I doubt i remember the tune of any of the other ones and can do you think that you could like use i know that i used it growing up and nicole was saying that they used it as you know a tool to teach or to keep reiterating you know aspects of of what they needed to learn do you think that it was a it was a good tool like or was that not no i think so like especially like now in person place or thing like that just is stuck in your head so you ever have a question or you have to have a test and you're like okay what kind of word is this you're like oh is it a person or is it a place there's a thing i remember the song now yeah because um, it could be chubby checker <laughs> <laughs> or the beatles and i actually did learn some stuff i i guess i didn't know or i forgot i thought an adverb only describes a verb but it can describe an adjective too. oh look at that <laughs> learning it really <laughs> relearning the relearning Still the adverb learning. ways that's, that's good right. yeah Grammar's, I mean, grammar's no fun, so this is, yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of these ones, Nicole? I, conjunction Junction's definitely one of the most memorable, and I feel like if you ever say Schoolhouse Rock to somebody who's familiar with it, that's going to be, if not in the top three, the first one that you think of. Like, it's just in, embedded into your brain forever and ever. Like, you can even hear the guy's voice and the accent, like... Um, <laughs> So that one always sticks with me. And, I, you know, I, I totally agree that these little clips are so helpful to children. And like they I'm, I, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if they would continue to use them, because even though the illustration isn't as up to date, uh, of course, as some things that people make now um, or even within the past 20 years, I'm thinking of a lot of like scholastic type things that that are being made um it, it the simplicity really kind of grabs your attention even more than than flashy things and i think that that's that's why this is one it's on disney plus still i mean yeah. it has it has some reason to be on there um and i think it was a smart choice even now putting it on there with the state of our world of people working from home and teaching their kids what a better way to teach them than to throw this on in the background and just have that little humming um in the back of the of a child's mind of like actually learning something so i i i've always enjoyed these um some of them were a little annoying i know brennan i mean brennan <laughs> the first one that we started with the noun one was so fucking annoying I know I'm contradicting myself, but that one was so annoying. We looked at each other. We were like, oh, no, not another 20 of these. But um, it definitely that one is not a good one to start on. I was I was like, oh, no. Now oh, it's number one. It's but number the, the whole point, so number one, the whole point one. is repetition. And that's the right. whole the whole thing yeah. of these is repetition. So, I mean, it, they're really using it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
but no, the conjunction junction, and I like the lolly one as well. I don't, re- I don't remember that one from a child, from being a child. I just remember that conjunction one very vividly, and I think I always will. I can remember all these pretty well, and I think your point of the annoying repetition, and it's, it's. I think this is probably still a good scholastic tool. I will approach this as I approach all the things on the show from a from a movie standpoint, uh, from a storytelling and uh, what the goal of the, the thing is. And or of the goal of the story, not the goal of the the educational message. The goal of like, what are the characters doing in this short? And like, because it makes sense. And um, the the ones I think that are the most effective are the most annoying. So like, the noun one I think is really effective for a kid because it beats you over the head. It's a story, and then she says all the nouns in it, and then it's a story, and says all the nouns, and then he does it over and over again. And then ones that I like later on that I actually like enjoy is like little shorts. I'm like, oh, I like the story of this character and like what they did. And I kind of like the messages in here. They don't repeat enough for a kid to actually know. Like I remember when I was a kid, I don't know about the fucking tax one. Like I don't understand the rules, but now I'm watching and I'm like, Oh, I like uh, this. This one actually has some good points, but I'm like, Oh, but I'm also 20, 26. And uh, I, I, I learned this in college. So I don't think it's going to be helpful for a kid. Um, so, so, so like the ones I liked, I think are the for ones the that are the least accountants in the world <laughs> i think the ones the that of six the ones that i liked were probably the ones that are least helpful for kids and the ones that are most helpful for kids are the ones that i you know want to claw my eyes out because they're so repetitive um so like for well, these it's ones like baby shark you know it's like the, you exactly. get this baby shark over and over again you know yeah i mean so of the I mean, conjunction junction still good because it has like an almost improvisational tone the guy who's doing the thing is like and or but and then you go get it you can say and or and it's uh, it'll get you pretty far you know and he's just like kind of going <laughs> off the rails a little bit whereas the noun one it's like uh oh, this is a story and then the nouns and the story and the nouns so like um cultish uh in like when when someone new shows up to the cult and they all start singing the song Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get to the cult stuff in the next category when we get to multiplication rock. There is some cult activity going on in that one. Uh, but grammar rock, not my favorite. I liked I like Conjunction Junction. Unpack Your Adjectives actually has a very well-paced story. The main character is good. I like the turtle that turns into the bear. Uh, the small gets smaller, tall get taller thing was good. Um, and then, yeah, I don't I don't care for the others. Uh, I'm okay. What do, you, what do you got for grammar? Yeah, so for when I approached these, I was trying to look at them with a little bit of new eyes and and see what maybe I, you know, I missed because this is nostalgic for me. Um, So when it comes to the grammar ones, I, you know, I have a huge fondness in my heart for noun is a person, place or thing. Uh, It mentions the Beatles, the monkeys and Chubby Checker, although Chubby Checker in this instance looks very white so yeah. I'm, I'm concerned about that <laughs> I um, we'll get a lot more to that yeah. when we get to america rocks <laughs> yeah yeah I, that's what i want to i want to unpack our adjectives over there so um yeah so there's I, I was like there are bandits in the noun as person place or thing and you get to conjunction junction which i also really like and it's a funky tune and i dig the dude uh but it's all about a bunch of hobos. So I had a feeling that Bernard would really like that one a lot uh, as well. He has sort of an affinity for hobos. I liked because the guy was, um, ra- like, it felt so rambling. He was like, and it joins things like this or that. But then this or that, you add with the or and that. But it's and, where, but, and or, where, you know? I'm like, what the fuck is doing? Where does the yeah. affinity for hobos come from? Uh, I'm not sure, Bernard. <laughs> Me I, I was a child. I don't know. You were you were the parent. You you, you had you had uh, 
You could have recorded the behavior. Must have been the, the amount of times that I sent him packing as a hobo. No, he's one of those kids. I mean, I ran away from home as My brother as liked hobos too, actually, now that I think about it. What's that? Griffin, my brother had a fascination with hobos. He didn't like yeah. them. He still, he still thinks he didn't the strangers like them, are hobos. Yes. But... Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> this is another yeah, this... level that I haven't unpacked yet in, in this relationship. You haven't, you haven't unpacked this adjective? I mean, this has nothing to do with School of Rock. You I need mean. to unpack um, I think the bi- the one of the biggest things this time around is I was watching. Uh, so the last grammar one that I watched was interjections, and I remember really, really feeling uh, as a child feeling very intense about that one. And I think it's because the little boy gets an injection in his oh. butt and oh. talks about how painful oh, and everything <laughs> that it is. And I also thought that interjections were really important as a kid and i thought i would be asked about them and use them more and that was all mostly useless information so um, like everything you learn in school <laughs> pretty much pretty but much. i mean, stay in school kids <laughs> there is you know I'm, what I'm, I'm i'm known for you know checking grammar at work and so i think that maybe part of that probably came a little bit from uh my watchings of Schoolhouse Rock. So uh, as far as my favorite, I love all the grammar ones. I, I like the ones that I picked. I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of, of the adjectives one. Um, but as I was watching it, it was the first one that actually featured a girl as like the main character. Um, and she went out on this trip all by herself and unpacked her adjectives. It was just her and her little turtle friend and they met a bear and she you know, dealt with all of that. And I was like, you know, for the, the early 70s, it's pretty pretty progressive to have have something like that so i was kind of pleased looking looking back this time that that was um included having said that once we get toward the end you'll find that there are very few female leads in any of these and uh even less when it comes to well i don't know about even less but if um, there are if they are they're just really stupid (laughs) <laughs> yeah and we have to wait until like the suffragette one in america rock you know 20 uh, we, we need to wait for another america like 24 rocks. ones until we get to that so um so yeah i mean i have a fondness in my heart for most of those so um, then let's go but, on to uh, okay yeah to multiplication rock right so multiplication rock we had four uh we had three is a magic number i got six Figure eight and naughty number nine. So multiplication right. rock, these are teaching you the multiplication tables up to 12 for these numbers. And yeah, you chose three, six, eight, and nine. So um, who wants to go? Uh, Jess, we can go back around to you. What do you think of these ones? Um, I think three was probably my favorite one out of everything I watched today. I don't know why. Can't of tell all? You just resonate with me. Of yeah. like every? Oh, wow. Okay. Of everything. I don't know why. That's I very like interesting. Three. three comes up as actually a favorite for most people. I don't know what it is, but um, I, I like three. Um, it's a very calming tune, I think, too. So, I thought with the math I was gonna learn more, but then I just oh, we're just like talking about counting. Everybody knows this. That's fine. Um, yeah, not everyone know knows their adverbs. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna learn, you know, order of operations, or I don't know how to multiply bigger numbers. But it was just, it was very simple. Six-year-olds, five-year-olds. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of other complicated ones in the other categories, so I, I thought sure. this would be... It is true. You know, teach me some algebra or something, but no, it was, uh, <laughs> it was very basic. <laughs> yeah, there was no finding I don't really have much ones. more to say other than it was just about numbers and their multiplication. <laughs> Nicole? Um, 
yeah, this category has another one that haunts me, which is the figure eight one. Like I just that's cult. Ha- that's probably the culty ish one. Um, I agree. Oh, the girl singing. Her voice is so beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Vividly remember watching the ice skating one like too many times, and this this particular grouping is probably the most important one however i find it to be even difficult now as an adult to follow um (laughs) and the real reason i say that is because they throw a lot of numbers in at these kids (laughs) like um in three minutes (laughs) oh my god like the nine one i mean the nine one is interesting because it's it's cool. That's the jazz band one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Naughty, that, well, naughty number nine. Yeah. That's a cool one, but there's so many things that they try to teach you in the in the three minutes or whatever. I, my head was spinning, man. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> in all these. A lot of these. I, I'm not a numbers person. I guess that maybe that's why they're very frustrating to me. Um, but. They they show they have a lot of cool visuals that go with them like the chicken laying the dozen eggs and just everyday tools that you like everyday things that you see like okay you wouldn't like you see a dozen eggs all the time when you're a little kid and I can visualize so I don't mind these there's another category that I like a lot less but this is not my favorite uh, I think uh, with you Nicole this strikes a perfect balance of uh, not being super helpful for kids because it's too confusing and extremely <laughs> boring for adults um, this this is a the, I mean I, the, I actually have a category that's weaker later on but uh, I, it's interesting you guys all thought eight was the cultish one I always think of eight because it's uh, it's in the um, squid and the whale which we we've already talked about squid and the whale plenty on this show uh, but no, three is the cultish one. They, there's a lot of God in that one. And it's all about man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. They oh, had three yeah. in the family. That's the magic that. number. It's a lot of really weird cult stuff. Like and like the, 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 the it's very soothing. Is like, it is. It's all, I don't know what they're going for there. It's very like, oh yes, this is what, and also only have one child, man and a woman, God. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that, that's what I got out of number three. That's what like the subtext felt like in that one and so three yeah three creep me out uh nine nine is like one of the easiest numbers to teach kids there's a million tricks and they made it so yeah. confusing and with the worst song i can imagine i don't get nine at all the only one i really like is six i like six because i like it made me feel I like, like i didn't know the them. beats <laughs> yeah it made me feel like i was like I maybe i do my multiplication tables it made me yeah, unlearn no, my multiplication i think with nine i was like where's all like the tricks that like use that ha- that they tried to show them but they're so weird they tell it so weird (laughs) and confusing and the they literally not the mouse up in a ball like they make it as hard to under and then it keeps zooming back in on on the on the you know the the jackie gleason cats puffing a cigar it's just so weird uh yeah the only one i like is six i like the jazzy tune on that one it's the simplest it gets the point across the easiest it it follows a linear story to the end um i like that one the most but uh yeah this is not my favorite category okay Is there one that I didn't pick in math that you think you would like better? I don't. I was looking at the other titles. Uh, These one. That's the only one I could think of ever. Yeah, the ones you like. I only remember three and eight. Six and nine. I didn't even really remember that much. And I was looking through the others on Wikipedia. And I yeah, this is not a. These are not ones I really have a strong memory of. Other than three and three and eight. 
well, when I picked this, I was I I those were the ones that I thought of, and then there was Zero, my hero, which I I don't even know why Zero because <laughs> nobody needs to learn that. Um, well, that one also has to do with the power of ten, which might have it, helped Jess yeah. more with a more. Oh, that might have been advanced yeah, that's, math. That's something right? more interesting. <laughs> there than is counting. some advanced math. Go and watch the Zero one, Jess, and that'll. You know. Is there one about like exponents? Just something a little that's... more riveting than just yeah. No, there's nothing like that. Watch nine again and try to figure that out. Um, <laughs> so, and your brother Griffin asked me if I was doing, uh, you're doing, of course, you know, the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. 30, oh, yeah. Uh, no, we're not. I, I forgot about that one because I think it just says that over and over again yeah. until you get to 100. It's the, na- it's the nouns of the multiplication rocks. <laughs> the noun. Yeah, totally. Um I got three is actually, you know, looking up some stuff. Three is one of the favorites, uh, outside of the favorite of cult leaders to convert their followers. (laughs) (laughs) But I, but I understand. I mean, it does feel culty when you're watching it and you're like, three is a magic number. And I was always like, but I, there's four kids in my family. So where does that leave me? I'm number four. You're not very magical, are you? No, I'm not. We get all the way, get rid of Griffin too. And also, well, there was, well, that doesn't come until six, and that's when the Sultan has 12 wives, and, you know, oh, yeah. it gets a little... Oh, yeah, they do conclude with the 12 wives. I forgot about that. Yeah, because I was like, oh, number That was like a nice twist ending, about, though. Or, I, I liked it. Well, it was like, so many things, like, so many things about it. It's like, you're watching, and, like, you know, a lot of stuff has to do with trains and urban farms oil, and things like oil, that, and well, a lot of... Oil barrels yeah. and camelbacks and shit. Like, what? Yeah, but then when you get to six, it's sort of like got this urban city life feel about it. And then all of a then you're at the end and it's like 12 wives. And I'm like, wait, how did this go? Where did this go here? And then the guys go down the by... I'm like, I'm, I'm confused. Well, when we get to America Rocks, we'll understand that the, I don't think the creators uh, were, <laughs> Even you know, they, they were not happened. culturally <laughs> or racially sensitive. Uh, they, they did well for the... 50 years ago maybe but not uh to, i will say not holding not holding no. up in that way i'm yeah i'm gonna make an argument that they were for 50 years ago so um and then uh, we get to nine I, I i chose nine because nine always haunted me a little bit where it had animals as the people and that mouse got you know he got tied up into a ball i didn't really understand why that had to happen why did it have to go because it's because it's naughty i don't know but why why is nine (laughs) such a naughty number it's not nine jess is right nine is the easy number and there's a million ways to do your you know things by nine and they chose one of the more difficult ones um, you can do ten <laughs> times two, and then subtract the two from the ten, and the two, and then you got eighteen. That got and me and Brennan like, to start what? talking yeah. about Common Core math and how we were so lucky that we didn't have to yes. learn that way. And I, I even brought this up to him. I was like, "When we have children, are we going to have to try to figure this shit out?" Because I don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to go through the same pain that Brennan went through when he had to do. Um, uh, estimating and then the teacher was like you're getting all the answers right and he's like that's because i know the answers like, well you're supposed to estimate him but i know the answers because I'm oh yeah i remember idiot. that that's horrible yeah they're yeah. like you're supposed to get in this range i'm like why can't i just give you the right answer because <laughs> i know right. it in my head i mean because <laughs> it's not hard literally i mean brennan was my firstborn, so i you know i might have had to talk to the teacher about this so it was like um, but He's getting you, too many answers right. Just because your <laughs> estimating is right doesn't mean that you're wrong. 
I'm not sure. So this might have been the beginning of really off. Maybe Schoolhouse Rock is responsible for Common Core math. And so um, that should be annexed out for the cult and Common Core reasons. So right, anything else for multiplication go. before we go to America? Because I think no, America... we're going to head to America. This is the meat right here. America Rock. So this yeah. is all about the founding of our country. Uh, and we have no more kings. The shot heard around the world, the preamble, suffering till suffrage, I'm just a bill, the great American melting pot, and elbow room. So, Jess, what do you think of America? <laughs> so, I think Nicole will probably agree that the bill one is yes. the other one that I remember. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other famous one, yeah. Yeah, so it's just that one and the two. Um, honestly, I learned the most out of this. History is my least favorite subject, so watching this, I was like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Or I was like, I don't think I ever even knew that. Yep, all this is um, right, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, all correct. Absolutely. If you have a certain lens, there are things that are correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> For um, 1970, this no. came out, most of America's stuff came out during the bicentennial, which was like uh, a I'm not going to give it too much of a America. pass. No, I'm just right. telling you, but I think that was part of the reason behind it, uh, to get people really excited about this whole anniversary of our country. So anyway. I'm sorry to, yeah. Jess? I'm going to pass. Jess is going to pass. You can't pass the whole episode. Why? <laughs> but it, it was know. interesting I, for I your history. Why is she going to pass or why why can't she pass? <laughs> yeah, why can't I pass? <laughs> this is a show where we talk about things. <laughs> but maybe we, can, maybe we can spark some of her memory. All right, Nicole sparks some memories. All right. So the first one, No More Kings. I got yeah. I got a real beef with this. Yeah, yes. Nicole was very mad at No More Kings. <laughs> very mad. I was also very mad at No More Kings. So let's go. Well, let's let's see if we have the same reason why. So okay, we have our pilgrims coming over on the Mayflower to the United States, if you could say, and they meet up with the Indians for maybe point three of a blink's <laughs> worth of time. Exactly. <laughs> we see the Native Americans hiding behind a rock. Hiding behind a rock, exactly. It was and then they run away and they're rock. never to be seen again. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's the fucking uh, revolution, the British Revolution. All of a sudden. There was yeah. like 120 years, years of missing yeah. information <laughs> in the span of three minutes. It just blows they planted me away. Corn. <laughs> they planted oh corn for 150 years it's all they did I, yeah i cannot believe that they took something so important and just left it out of this whole equation and then just made it seem all fine and dandy that we were going to fight the british and like it was so simple and all we had to do was dump the tea and we f we flung the the king away and then all of a sudden immigrants can come over it was like, what they the, get the fuck job done. is all of this crap? <laughs> this was just so crazy. Like that was first, just the first episode. These, yeah, these first like <laughs> two or three are like the Paul Revere one. You know, th when that started, I'm like, wait a minute, what happened to the rest of the first story? <laughs> because it just jumped right into the Paul Revere. So they have the whole Paul Revere, whatever, and then they have what's the next one? The, the Constitution is written. Preamble, yeah, the preamble, yeah. The preamble, yeah. yeah. And that one is kind of boring. Um, and then oh, the bill. 
Well, I'm gonna, we're I, gonna beef now about that. So, I can't. Okay. I can't remember that one in the grand scheme of yeah. All I the remember rest of that these. one. Is that the one where they make the thirteen colonies and 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 she's so yeah? The it's the, the one where they just say the preamble over the yeah, whole thing yeah. and they show <laughs> they show first they show it in 1776 then they show it in like 1940 for some reason yeah the next time jump but I mean, whatever the the, the pieces 1940s of the current for this so yeah are this just is in so the 70s outrageous. what. Well, like I said, nineteen forty is current. This is made in the seventies. This would be like if right. we, you know, that, that's that's. I would not argue that is current. It's quote. We're not going to use the Vietnam War though, time. because that would that would not look good. Oh well, they also <laughs> well, had Vietnam War was still going on. I mean, it was just barely done. So well, the like... America's one came out in seventy six. <laughs> so yeah, it would have just barely been done. It would have just be been done. done, but you know, that was a sore spot. People didn't. Once it was over, you didn't talk about it. That was uh, America's by... full of sore spots, and uh, they kind of did not uh, want to talk about that. I got that. you. <laughs> I think Sesame Street covered that, but okay. um. <laughs> yeah, so the That's first three are just mind-boggling experiences. I would love to know who fu- who would think that these are accurate descriptions of how America was built, because I would, would like to have a talk with them. Um, <laughs> the next couple, the Bill one is interesting. Yes, I agree with Jess. That is one of the most famous ones, and I'll always remember that, too. But the Bill one is interesting because it gives you a little bit of insight on how a bill is ran through all the different people in congress and whatnot so i like that one and then the suffragette one is so great <laughs> the suffragette. Oh. beautiful this beautiful cute little redhead just bopping all along and she's just doing her thing and oh this the first her and the child can't vote and then they do their little dance and then she can go vote again and i'm like oh this was so nice i'm so glad it went so well and easy um and then (laughs) i'm glad things changed in the 1920s right and then the last two are are hysterical as well because they the first one's the melting pot and they have the big pot that has all the little white people in it that i like and then (laughs) no 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 trace of any immigrant in that melting pot whatsoever and then they had one like indian guy and then they showed him like meditating on a bed of nails for some reason oh that's right (laughs) very bizarre and then and then the last one where we have the western expansion and lewis and clark that were so nice to sacagawea and didn't do anything bad they needed some elbow room (laughs) they hired hired sacagawea like she was like like she was out there on you know jobsinmaine.com or something oh my god you know this is just a whole mismatch of shit. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about these two. All right, so so yeah, you had a problem. I mean, the Bill one's the best because the Bill one's that's the only one that's not remotely offensive compared to the rest of right. them. Uh, I found the worst. I mean, the suffrage one is just it's really bad. Like the song is bad. Like it's not yeah. even, like a good. It's not a memorable song. I can't. I could tell you how all the others kind of go a little bit. I have no idea how that one goes. All I know is she was like, <laughs> but we did vote, so eh, we're good now. Like, I think that was kind of the message of that one. Um, you know, the big elephant in the room is that they don't talk at all about how we extinguished all the Native Americans and enslaved black people for hundreds of years. So that's the big elephant in the room. They don't talk at all about anything that's to shame. do with 
with slavery or Native American removal. Except in Elbow Room when they talk about, oh, it's getting crowded over here. What if we just head out that way? There's nothing out over there. And uh, I guess they <laughs> except for all My the Native Americans. My name's Lewis and Clark. We're going to hire Sacagawea. <laughs> and they're like, and they did so great. And then they were like, and they got Sacagawea to help them too. And then they're just like Best paving a, a, a rainbow world of flowers across. And I was like, oh, that's just soaked in. There's literally the trail of tears like soaked in blood and tears. Hey, um, hey, hey, hey. They talked about that. They said there were plenty of fights. Oh, there were plenty that. of fights, it's yeah. Plenty of fights. Saw, between Lewis saw, and Clark or between Sacagawea and Lewis uh, and Clark? No, I saw it between two old white guys. Because <laughs> that's, that's all there was in America. Uh, the Melting Pot one, also a horrible problem. Because Melting Pot, obviously not uh, really an acceptable ter- I mean, not... A- uh, not an offensive term, but like that's not that's a very dated term. You don't you wouldn't call America a melting pot. That's uh, that's like uh, that's a very of this time. They were very uh, stereotypical, yeah, like ancestors, like immigrants coming over to yeah, like, had like a Jewish star on and all these. I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, it's <laughs> the melting pot one was the clearest one to me. I I found that one the most upsetting personally because then and it's all made because a melting pot all is all about like. Everyone comes together and everyone's cultures blend into the dominant culture is really what a melting pot is. So, like, right. it was originally in the late 80s, early or late 1800s, early 1900s, when all of the southern and eastern Europeans would come in. And those northern and western Europeans didn't like their, their weird other European ways. And it's made clear And America was the new world, Europe was the old. And they're like, and all the Indians came too, and so did the black people, and uh, so did Japan and China. Yeah, they came too. Yeah. They came later, you know, melting pot. Like it's just, it's horrible. It's ridiculous. Um, but I'm just a bill is great. So there you go. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> just a bill is great. But I love that bill. I mean, I'm just gotta a, love I'm that bill. bill. I'm just a bill. I mean, honestly, does not even really fit in this whole. I mean, this this whole crew is something different than that. Um, it, it's all the same thing over and over again i mean the pre okay i guess the preamble and 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 build i mean preamble kind of fits a little bit because they do talk you know it does kind of span time a little bit i think brendan mentioned that uh but the thing about the preamble one i mean i learned the preamble of the united states from that no one again ever asked me anything about the preamble of the united states ever uh much like interjections so i have these two things completely useless unless i'm gonna be on fucking jeopardy all the time and just start I know, exactly <laughs> or i can just go fuck comma, your wedding vows were their preamble <laughs> <laughs> gotta oh, get some use out of it <laughs> that would have been great full and of they also leave out the you know you they kind of screw you because when they teach you the preamble they teach you you know we the people in order to form well there's a whole we the people of the united, of the united states. states and if you don't have yeah. that you're kind of screwed, you know. So I think that <laughs> they did a, a little bit of a disservice to us there. Uh, the bigger disservice in that one is the fact that they keep showing this jury box of people, whether it's from the past or whether it's from the 1940s, 70s, quote, future. Um, and it has the same mix of people in it. There's, um, you know, there are people of color in the box. There are women in the box. And clearly, when the preamble was made, there weren't going to be any people of color or women in that box of a jury ever. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was like, I went back and watched it a second time just to make sure that my, I didn't 
pretend that that was there. Um, so I'm like, huh, what are they doing there? Also, they do a lot of this. We escaped, you know, Britain. Yay. Good for us. Now we can have, <laughs> but they Hamilton couldn't escape us, these... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no Not one escaped now, us. <laughs> but you know, we missed, we, they totally ignored the whole middle part when there was the secession of the States. And that is like a big part of history for us. And it's, and it, by ignoring it then and ignoring it now, it always comes back to bite you in the ass. So I'm, you know, the disappointment, I was like, oh, at no point did we ever talk about the War of Northern Aggression? Come on. I don't the understand what's going on. The War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> As it's known in the South, yeah. Like uh, the Civil War, quote unquote. Um, and then watching the suffrage one, I remember so blatantly hating that one as a child because which one i guess i the suffered suffering through suffragette suffering suck a suffering till suffering till suffrage and it's like we suffer women only suffered until 1920 and then everything has been awesome since yeah, then. you threw on those bell bottoms in- got your rock and roll t-shirt and you're uh you're, you're, you're out <laughs> there mean, on the front lines ni- it's, it's a nice cut off shirt too i mean and she's it got some really shirt. big bosoms she's got some nice bosoms um but yeah <laughs> also can i talk about uh two other things one thing is um when we're on shot heard around the world at the very end, they're showing all the people in all the States. And at the end, you know, the guys ringing the bell up in Boston or whatever, in you see the United States. If you look over, California is completely buck ass naked. There's a woman just naked in the California. Oh, and oh. Naturalists. what is going on? I didn't notice that. The, I did not catch picture. that. <laughs> all my years watching it, I didn't catch it. But as I'm watching it this time with fresh eyes, I'm like, why is California naked? And also, why is, why is California naked for kids? That's what I want to know. Um, Interesting. That, and then Melting Pot, I was really disturbed by the fact that Lady Liberty had this recipe book that was sort of like if you're going to be a, you know, headhunter and you were you were going to be eating people, you know, I was like, oh, here's the melting pot. Look, it has everyone like Twilight in it. Zone. And that, that did, yeah, that didn't make me feel good at all, to be honest with you. It felt more like, you know, I don't know, 1200 Papua New Guinea and that I was going to, you know, get scapped. So I was not... <laughs> I was. I don't remember seeing oh that God. during this. Ugh. So uh, this watching it this time, my mind was like with the America part. Just so America like rock. In that, yeah, go ahead. I also like in that recipe book. It was like the most stereotypical non-traditional foods. It was like Irish potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the potato in the stew. <laughs> yeah, Lady oh. Liberty's got a recipe book. What? Oh my no. god. Alright, so uh, we've, re- we've covered America Rock. Big old melting pot. It's it's probably the most problematic and dated of the bunch. Uh, you yeah, know, there's a they, great big beautiful tomorrow. They did, I guess they did their best. I don't really know. Just any closing thoughts? Since you didn't have a whole lot at the beginning, other than <laughs> b- the bill, the bill is cool. <laughs> yes, I don't have any more thoughts about that either. <laughs> Very well, we will move past America cool. Rock to science and computer rock. So these are kind of we kind of combine these two. Um, okay, only picked one for science rock, which is electricity. Electricity. And then for Computer Rock, she picked a three-part series uh, about the adventures of Scooter, Computer, and Mr. Chips. 
about hardware, software, and one just called Number Cruncher. So, uh, Science Rocks. Uh, Jess, any thoughts on these? The electricity one, I was waiting to learn something. I felt like you didn't learn anything until like two-thirds of it going on. And all he says is electricity, electricity. But I was like, what about it? And then you see like the the, the big guy churning the thing. And, and then you're like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to learn. I still don't know anything about electricity. But <laughs> fine. <laughs> it would be nice if we had superheroes to turn our turbines so that we wouldn't have to use yeah. some yeah I, I really don't know what i was supposed to learn about that um sorry about computers and then the rest was it about like scoot and dr chip or whatever his name was yeah it's about this 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 like stereotypical like little skateboard kid and his talking computer right you say it was scooter and then well this computer was it dr chip or so yeah the kid the kid is named scooter computer but the computer's well, name is dr that. chip I don't know Mr. why his name's not okay, Chip yeah, Human so or something, right. but yeah. So, Mr. Chips. did you like Mr. their adventures? Chips. Did you learn about computers, Mr. Chips? You, we use, we all use computers every day. Is this relevant information? I know this one. This one is the most relevant and the, I think, the most outdated as well. Are you guys laughing at me? No. no. There's still a lot of scooter and chip going back and forth over there. Let them <laughs> scooting and chipping back there. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you have any let more? me tell you the re- let me tell you the reason why I've. How about let me let me start yeah, this one. Um, please tell me why you chose those. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, science rock was not my bag, and the only one that I really remembered was electricity, and I just remember it being actually the worst ever because Jess is right. I didn't it's learn horrible. anything about electricity except for there's static electricity, but that's not really any electricity at all that you can use except for. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So you spent the other thirty seconds your... talking about just poking your friend yeah. and right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember like rubbing on a balloon and then you touch somebody and that's funny, you know. So uh, I, and I don't yeah, and I didn't really learn anything. And I'll, I wanted to count how many times they actually said electricity because that's all it kept doing was flashing the word electricity electricity um so there was that and then the computer ones i don't remember at all so i was like let's do all of them and maybe i'll learn something about how we learned about computers and what i learned is that i already know everything there is to know about computers based on these three schoolhouse rocks so i feel i feel accomplished hardware i learned if i'm really overwhelmed with a lot of data i can put it in a computer and they can store it for me (laughs) Right. I don't have to miss my baseball practice because I'm <laughs> just looking at all my papers of data. Because you're trying to figure out batting yes. averages. Relatable, right. relatable problems for the 21st century. Uh, yeah. Um, Nicole? And there's like a floppy disk and stuff. And, oh, you have to talk a computer's language in order for it to basic. understand what you want it Binary to do. Binary code. It's yeah, totally Very helpful basic. for children. Yeah. That's the thing. The series is so weird because... It has multiplication tables, but now they're trying to teach you binary code, and later on they're going to teach you about taxes and the like the IRS. Like I don't understand who, what's what's the target audience. That's here. what I'm saying. Math was so weak. <laughs> I feel like these ones might have been more for the parents, like you know. But there's still children songs and animation, and you know it's still done in a repetitive, childish manner. I don't yeah, know. But when the, were they showing these? I mean, by now, by the time that. These came out, there was, you know, the Cartoon Network and Disney Channel, and you didn't have to wait for Saturday morning cartoons to learn about lolly lolly, get your adverbs here, and, you know, 
really, what is the audience for these? What was the purpose? Well, these came out in... The Computer Rocks came out in 82 to 84. So, um... I, I have uh, no idea. There was idea. MTV. Nobody cared about this. Everyone was watching videos. Do you have any thoughts on these, so. Nicole? Um... I didn't learn a goddamn thing about computers watching this. I still this is this still feels too complex for me at my age. So the binary code. I don't know why children would ever have to know that. I don't know why anybody that's not in IT or anything of that nature would ever need to know these things. The only thing I got out of it really was the computer saying, "I don't have a brain, you do, and you put the stuff yeah. in for me." Which I is don't do a thing. Right? I am not real. You're real. And I'm like, stop telling me these creepy things. <laughs> I don't have a brain. And then he also at one point says, I also don't have a heart. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's and then he, like, look, he looks AI at the camera. <laughs> exactly. this is, this is he breaks the this fourth is... wall. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you hear that? He says kid? my name's below Nicole. I'm like, oh, fucking great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now really, they office. didn't think about ai or anything back then uh uh-uh, this was the worst ones and the electricity one was and the songs just were so bad. bad the songs were not they weren't even songs really the computer just, ones were just yeah. conversations yeah it kind of it kind of got out of the song the song mode anyway uh closing out on scooter computer and mr chips uh i had never seen that before uh it's ridiculous it's terrible i hate it uh and uh there were a bunch of really good ones in the um science section that you didn't pick that i actually remembered interplanet janet and uh uh, there was one uh, about (laughs) the them not so dry bones there were some that i actually remembered in my head i was like oh i can't wait to revisit those you didn't pick them you just picked the shittiest science one and then three computer (laughs) ones that are all terrible so i mean this is the worst section because you picked four and they're like so they're just they're useless and unentertaining so i think yeah i'm uh, surprised you chose so many computer ones yeah what that is terrible they were so bad the problem well, Was what it just happened- to compare to contrast computers in the seventies and now? I yeah, the point of it was two twofold. I had never seen any of those, and I was like, "This must be like because they did it in a three part system. This must be you know building on information, which is a good thing." And I guess it was, but it it's so dated. And I was reading about it later. Is they actually had many many more planned, but decided that by oh, the time Lord. they did production. Um, it, it was outdated. It, the information <laughs> was outdated. Quit. Yeah, just like you know, once you get your iPhone, the next one's all ready to go. So uh, you can't really keep up with that kind of stuff and and put it into a dissect uh, a, a dis- dissectable three minute um, little blurb. So uh, and have it be relevant. So I think that's that was it for me. Is that I didn't really and we were getting to the point where I knew we were you know nobody's going to want to watch two and a half hours of these, which I could have kept going but i but i didn't uh, and some of the science ones i learned too the ones that some of the ones we didn't do you were talking about interplanet janet but there's also one about the circulatory system and apparently mm-hmm. you know places like harvard and other places in their pre um their pre-doctoral programs will have students watch these and get those kind of that kind of information in their head in a musical way to remember simple um things like circulatory systems yeah let's conclude now run a little long we'll conclude with our final section money rock and we have only four to do in this one we have dollars and cents tax man max where the money goes and 750 once a week 
All right, Jess, uh, you saw these most recently. What do you think of these? Um, I didn't learn a thing. But no. The, that can't be. They were fine. It, it, it taught me how to budget. Yeah. Um, if you, if you're on a budget, just don't go to the mall and spend your money. <laughs> don't buy the two dollar um, enchilada if there's a fifty cent one across the street. Which is, nice. is relevant to me. It's, if I go to the mall, I spend all my money. <laughs> Good point. Um, pay your bills. D- yep. Don't forget to do that. Very important. Um, go to the bank and deposit your stuff in a savings account and April 15th. Right. All good reminders. That's good, Jess. All right, what do you think, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the- these are interesting ones in the sense that I never saw these before, any of these, actually. Um, I don't think that finance was something that they really were, like harping on us when we were six um and i think that maybe jess doesn't get as much out of it because she works in that type of industry and i do not i am not good with numbers or money and um (laughs) i mean i feel like i I am not good with money i don't know man um (laughs) just not everyone was a not everyone was a mathematician in college and then worked for a bank for years. I mean, we're, we, we are we are a particular great breed. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's probably why you guys got more out of the history stuff than I did because that's not my forte either. Maybe. Well, it's, yeah, that's interesting, you know, to see which ones really were boring to you because you knew them or what was not, you know. But this one, Brennan kind of threw me off because the dad that's telling the kid he can't buy stuff to pay his bills looks like my dad. So I was looking at that the whole time and it looked like my, <laughs> it reminded me of my dad too. Turn the lights off when you're not in, in the room. From and- the where the where the money goes one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn, the faucet's leaking. You better cl- close it off. The water bill's going to be too high. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like flashbacks. So I guess this was kind of accurate um the one that pissed me off the most though was the one where they had where the girl that wanted to buy the tax equipment man. what is it dollars and cents no not oh, tax man no. dollars and cents where, oh where the yeah. girl went to what she, she wanted to, to buy the equipment to put the yeah. money in the in the savings account oh, so that she could yeah. buy her equipment and when the interest builds up and then she doesn't have any more money, so she goes in there and takes out a loan. Dude, he just he just ha- he hustled her. I, I was like, so this is on these ones. <laughs> so frustrating to show people that if you can't keep your money for yourself and you put it in there with the hopes of making all this interest back in a year or whatever, that you're gonna have to go take out fucking money anyway and spend more than what you had. So that really pissed me off that they were teaching something like that because I just find that to be so stupid. Um that one was ta- teaching you to be the banker, basically. Yeah. How you can swindle people out of their own money. Um <laughs> and to be fair, he tried to get all her the money save people first. are laughing right now. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And then Brennan likes the ending of that one, but um, I love that whole episode. I, I I'll I have a whole gush on that one. <laughs> yeah, the other ones, the tax one, and I can't recall the other one. The seven fifty. Oh, the seven fifty. Yeah, those ones. The, those don't didn't hold much value to me because they were just kind of boring. Um. So the interesting part for me was that you used to be able to put your money in the bank and get a lot more interest than you do now. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's uh, that is very true. 
Yeah. So it used to be more equitable to, to do that, that you wouldn't have to do that. And then also get a loan in order to pay for your, uh, you know, hippie jam fest. But, um, but that's not what it's like now, but it's like dollars and cents because common sense is what, uh, that one boils down to yeah, for she me. Did not have um, any. no, um, <laughs> Where does all the money, the the ones that you're talking about earlier, Nicole, about playing these in the back, you know, now that we're at home at COVID and people are trying to teach from home while they're doing their jobs and they put their kid in front of the TV or whatever. These would be perfect ones because it'd be like, I am not, you know, as a parent, I'm not the only one who's saying to you, turn the lights out and save your money and don't That's spend fair. all your money on the $2. So is this insulata. guy. <laughs> and yeah, so it's like, that. it's like, yeah, so is this guy and so is everyone else. So it's not just me. And these are just good rules to have. Uh, this is the classic. I'm, you know, do you, do you know where money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, it really doesn't. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't say that at any point. Um, the real glaring problem within this group of four is tax man for me, because all of a sudden we get these girls straight out of Captain America, first Avenger that are wearing skimpy outfits. Oh yes. uh, Dancing around. It's like a Uh, vaudeville kind of old school. Who does yeah, who does this appeal to at all? I mean, who's what? No, Brandon. What did I say to you? Not. The beauty standards are outrageous in this episode. And then I said, <laughs> I know I could never look like Taxman Max. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ready to go back to the hobos from you know Conjunction Junction at this point. Oh, so, we're well past that. Um, <laughs> so that was that was disappointing. But these were these were good for I'm thinking older kids. You know. The $7.50, what to do with your allowance kind of situation. So, uh, Brennan, you sound like you have a lot to say about the money part. Not this is my favorite one by far. These, this group is the best. Uh, I, I could actually watch these. Everything else, I like because I like approaching when we, no matter what we do, even if it's these ones where it's not necessarily a film, I like to approach it from the storytelling, the character development, you know, if I'm feeling things when I'm going along, if I can follow what they're trying to tell me. And the other ones are truly elementary. Like, they, there's not a lot to be gained for adults for many of the other ones other than the horrific atrocities in the America section and the, you know, the, the boringness and outdated nature of the computer one. Um, but these are like entertaining little vignettes. The dollars and cents one is so good. Uh, we get this country musician and she's struggling. She wants to, she wants to be a big star. Oh, I just need some money to get my guitar and all this equipment. Not how you become a star, but all right. And the banker's like, Hey, if you put your money in a savings account in a year, you'll have enough money. I'm like, Holy shit, in a year? So that's an awesome interest rate. Take that shit. And she's like, I can't wait a year. How can I get it faster? And he's like, oh, well, you well, can take out a loan, but you got to pay me back uh, every dollar that you borrow. got to pay a dang dollar and a dime. And she's like, that sounds great. And then she buys all her equipment. And then the fucking punchline, her, her, her little country podunk house doesn't have electricity. She can't plug her fucking thing in. And so, so now she's just sitting with all this useless equipment, strumming her shitty ukulele and going, is this, you think how this is how Dolly Parton started? It is such a great tragedy story. It is so good. It's a great, like, mini story about this dumb bumpkin who wants to go be a big star and this banker is like 
oh, just save your money. And it's so easy. And she fucks it up so bad. It's so good. Oh, it's a great tragedy. <laughs> I, I thir- Where's the I th- Harvey Weinstein episode of, of this? You know, she's like, oh, how do I really get ahead? Oh, you know? my yeah, God. I, <laughs> I want to see more from her because I want to see her life just get worse. But she's still like, but then I'm going to be a star. Like, like I just, see more Stars her. and Sense is a great episode. It's my favorite one, I think. That one um, actually has a plot for the three minutes. It does. Yeah. It has a plot, has an arc, it has character development. It, it you you cheer for and root for things to happen. You you get upset when things go wrong. It's a good story, and I really <laughs> liked it a lot. Uh, Taxman Max, yeah, it's the burlesque dancers, and you know that's all about basically a, a crooked tax guy. Because at the end, he's talking about how he's going to deduct his pants because he wore pants oh, in a show, yeah. and he's going to use that as a deduction. I'm pretty Saxophone. sure you can't do that. And he's like, I want to play my saxophone. I'm like, are you just going to like bring all your all your furniture in your house into the, your thing so you can deduct all your things? Like, So it's basically about a crook. Uh, where the money goes is a nice story about a dad who has a you know a son who's like, can't I just go to band camp? And he's like, oh, we got too many expenses, son. And then he has a very informative thing about all the money. And, you know, it's comically done with the telephone bill with the Kansas string. And, like, we need a house. But if we didn't live in a house, we'd have to live in a cave. Like, it's really simple and fun. And then at the end, another tragedy. The kid finally gets enough money to go on the thing, but can't get on the bus because his tuba won't fit. Uh, and then 750 <laughs> once a week, while it's the weakest episode, is still entertaining because the girls want to hang out with him because he's got seven dollars and fifty cents that he won't even spend yeah. on them and then when he doesn't have it they're like oh we will not carry your cape mr majesty around because you spent too much on an enchilada 60 cents on gum but you can get ice cream sandwiches oh, yeah, for 50 cents uh, this is these are the best I episodes remember that. these are the <laughs> best episodes i had i had a thoroughly enjoyable time watching these four um and it's not even really close. So, yeah, that's what I think of Money Rocks. Any any other closing thoughts on Money Rocks before we kind of wrap up the series as a whole? I'm not surprised that was your favorite. That's good. That's fine. All right. So, as a whole, I, I mean, we, we kind of do recommends, kind of don't. But, Mama K, you recommended this. Uh, what, what are your closing thoughts on, on this Schoolhouse Rock? You know, I think if you're teaching kids about um, grammar to a lesser extent math except for you know three six nine twelve fifteen eighteen that's that's just still something that's really awesome to know um or if you want to know about really old 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 computer information uh it's a good place to go uh the money ones i think are still relevant like i said i think that's something you could stick on right now and you know even seven fifty cent seven dollars and fifty cents a week that's i mean that's not terrible is it i mean i don't know um you can you can easily change that to 750 dollars a month you know to teenagers or people that have entry-level jobs that need to you know realize how to budget their set themselves and stuff so it's very relevant right i think those i think they are i think those are relevant i think you know i think the american ones are classic 70s glossing over everything and all we want to talk about is the pilgrims and 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 the revolutionary war and that's just so you know everybody looks so nice and you know nobody's dirty and they all just look really good and you know let's whitewash all of that uh i think i was struck by the fact that there were people of color in a lot of these things um one of the money ones actually had you know the family uh i'll give it credit it does have women and people of color in a higher percentage than i was expecting so i will give it some credit for that yeah 
Yeah, same I, for me. I it was more than I was too. expecting. I was yeah. I was really uh I was really thinking that it wasn't going to be like that and we were going to be able to totally like be like, "Whoa, this is the 70s, man." But um it went okay. <laughs> um so you I you glossed know, over the I'm America gonna... section it went well. I I would I would argue. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, still it's a good party trick to know the preamble to the constitution. So do that. I find an irony in this whole thing, like the whole schoolhouse rock of I'm still fixated on this America section because I feel like (laughs) even if they weren't going to give us extreme details, the least they could have done was provided a little bit more information about the Native Americans and things like that. But when you look at the series as a whole, it is so overwhelmed by patriotism and red white and blue and stars and stripes and it, it i understand now why because this was made during the bicentennial which i didn't realize um so i think that that kind of correlation of we're proud of america 200 years let's throw a lot of american um usa decals in here and make all the people shirts have flags and whatnot yeah. but then they just really dropped the ball in the history of america and that's unfortunate uh for me to see so i think that a lot of these things are still very useful i think a lot of these if they were to ever want to bring schoolhouse rock back as a new reinvented series i think they need to add a little bit more culture and a little bit more current events into it to make it more um factual for children to watch agree yeah, I agree with Nicole. I'm curious how the spin would be if they did it nowadays. Like, still three-minute clips about history or finance or math, but how different it would be and how more relevant it is. And even, uh, like, 40 years later from now, what it would even look like. I, well, if they're um, going to new math, the old math, I don't I don't want new math. I'll, I'll stick with it. No, no, no new math. <laughs> yeah. Well, the math was so basic, but you learn a lot and everything else. I think they need to up, the, up their math. <laughs> up their math game says the <laughs> says the yeah. salutatorian of math yeah um <laughs> so yeah so the, i think for little kids the grammar one is still helpful uh the math one is full of problems that we don't really need to harp on it's just not i don't think it's the strongest of the bunch uh the america one is full of bigger problems uh of all sorts that we've harped on um so i don't i think that's dated i think it's kind of other than the surviving bill i think it's kind of uh, not helpful anymore uh technology one no good computers is garbage don't watch that uh there's some science ones we didn't cover that i actually like although now that we've talked about it maybe if i go back i would be like oh I can, never mind they suck too uh but the money ones oh there's some good money ones i would think about going back and watching a couple more of those because uh they just had good character development good story arcs i I was I had feelings to watching them. Uh, they actually had some good advice for people who are a little bit older. Uh, by a little bit older, I mean in their like mid-teens, maybe at the very latest. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, I think twenty-year-olds could probably stand some of that budgeting stuff. I suppose, but there's also one that we didn't do about the checks in the mail, like this song. Yeah. And I'm reading about the, the the definition. This song teaches about the process of a check goes through you know balancing a checkbook not a thing anymore like we don't everything's online we don't do that so um but as a whole yeah there's it's a mixed bag i like a couple not as not as horribly dated as i was expecting though still horribly dated in many pockets so um a mixed bag experience that's that's how one I thing i forgot to mention <laughs> is i love the animation style 
Um, I always complain <laughs> about like do. I need to go back to my old school cartoons, and this was perfect. It's I a literal sketchbook. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love the animation style. I really that was probably my favorite part of watching this. It's just the simplest animation. Like some it's of it's just like iconic. black and white, very black yeah, and white. Yeah, or lights. even if it's yeah. like, yeah, people in uh, a stand. I think it was like I don't know, a baseball game. It's just little circles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think uh, we have we've run as long as we can on Squash uh, Rock. Okay, any? I mean, you've kind of given your thoughts, but you're you're the you're the host picker. We'll closing couple of sentences. Yeah, I love this stuff. I mean, I'm a grammar nerd, and the, those things literally saved my life all the way through high school, I'm not going to lie. Um, so just for that, just for the fact that that happened, I, I've got to give mad kudos to Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> there you go. Schoolhouse Rock, available on Disney+, Plus. for anyone who has an interest of going back, about 50 or so episodes are on there, so a good portion of them, if not all of them. I, we did not do all of them, obviously, so... Uh, that'll be it for this episode. We have more streaming coming up because, in case you haven't heard, theater is not quite open yet. A lot of the big theater chains have pushed back their their release dates into August, and you know who knows, could even go further than that. Uh, I am starting a new thing on Instagram though. Uh, Nicole was like, "Oh, we haven't had a tournament in a while. You should do that because your Instagram's boring me." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you for supporting the show." <laughs> and um, so uh, she came up with the idea of uh, having some of the major releases that are supposed to be coming out the rest of the year, and we'll do a little mini six. 16 movie tournament of the, the releases that Most will be coming out this year. anticipated release yeah. ah. when the theaters open. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, so that should be live on your Instagram when you're hearing this. If not, it will be in a day or two. Uh, but we have, you know, you know, Black Widow got pushed back. We've got some big franchise movies other than that, like Wonder Woman and Top Gun Maverick. We've got some horror movies yeah. like Antebellum, Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, you know, we got we got a couple of comedies in there, Free Guy, uh, King's Man. I'll, you, you can see the whole list on my Instagram. Uh, so these are the places you can recommend things to us and also follow that tournament on Instagram. Uh, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Uh, Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. That's where the tournament is, and that's where you can reach me personally. At Films Women Pod on Twitter. And filmswiththewomen at gmail.com is our email. All right, thank you, Mama yeah, Kay, for suggesting Schoolhouse thanks, Rock. That Mama is it Kay. for this host pick episode. Thank you, Jess, Nicole. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for coming along. Mm-hmm. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.